Today is Thursday, May 11th. The title for our devotional is Jesus' Power. The last couple of days we've been looking at the evil spiritual beings with which we wrestle and the gifts of God that we fight with. Today we're going to transition to the life and ministry of Jesus and see a couple of his interactions with evil spiritual beings. Remember, Paul's teaching from yesterday says, Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Note, in all of these encounters that we're going to read today, that They aren't theatrical like the exorcist. Jesus has the power. Evil spiritual beings submit to the name of Jesus. They are no match for him. So we fight in the strength of the Lord Jesus and in his mighty power. Therefore, we don't need things like uh, crosses or incense or all of those silly things in the movies. We just need Jesus and his power in his name. Mark 1, 27, we read, The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching and with authority. He even gives orders to impure spirits and they obey him. Matthew 8, 16. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. So here we see Jesus driving out evil spirits. They obey him and he drives them out with a word. That's it. Here in Luke 8, a wild, uncontrollable man, possessed by many spirits, comes to him and falls at his feet. Note, Luke 8, 26-39. They sailed to the region of the Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. This is in Gentile territory. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me? Jesus, son of the most high God, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs were feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside. The people went to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people from the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. What a beautiful ending to a story that again emphasizes Jesus' power over evil spiritual beings. This man who couldn't be controlled came to Jesus and fell at his feet. Remember, he ran to Jesus. The demons plead with Jesus not to send them into the abyss or to torture them. They call Jesus the son of the most high God, emphasizing his power and authority. Even a legion of demons is no match for Jesus. He casts them out with only a word. No theatrics. In Luke 10, after sending out the 72 to proclaim the kingdom of God, Luke notes, The 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. 
I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the powers of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. So Jesus has given his power and authority to his disciples. In Luke 11, Jesus gives us a significant amount of teaching on evil spiritual beings. Remember here, we're not spending too much time on any of these. We're just giving a brief overview. Mostly, I want you to see how prevalent it is throughout the Gospels that Jesus encounters evil spiritual beings and his ultimate power over them. Luke 11, 14 to 26. Jesus was driving on a demon that was mute. When the demon left, the man who had been mute spoke, and the crowd was amazed. But some of them said, By Beelzebul, the prince of demons, he is driving out demons. Others tested him by asking for a sign from heaven. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and a house divided against itself will fall. If Satan is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? I say this because you claim that I drive out demons by Beelzebul. Now, if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your followers drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up his plunder. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through the arid places, seeking rest, and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. So in this text, we see that Jesus' power over demons is a sign that the kingdom of God has come. Remember, he said, if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. He is stronger than the enemy. Here, he also teaches us the importance of what Paul taught in Ephesians 6. We need to receive and live in the tools of God to stand against the evil spirits so that they do not return and leave the final condition of the person worse than before. Thus, we need to put on the full armor of God to fight against the devil's schemes. In all, the gospel accounts of Jesus reveals that he has ultimate power over evil spiritual beings. In his name, his followers carry that same authority as well. Matthew 28, 18, uh, this is the Great Commission before Jesus ascends into heaven. He says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So praise God that in Jesus is all authority in heaven and on earth, and the demons submit to his name. And it's in his power that we have power over evil spiritual beings. And so we ought not fear them if we are in Christ. So for reflection time today, I'd encourage you to just imagine yourself as one of the disciples in the story of the Gerasene demoniac. It was a pretty wild event. And this is one of my favorite things to do is to read through gospel narratives and just imagine what it would be like to be there. So uh, reread Luke 8, 26 to 39, um, and just imagine yourself as a part of that scene and what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what's going through your head, and just see uh, what God reveals to you through that.